0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: every week here on acb media one that's american council of the blind media one and soon after on all your major podcast catchers each week we'll dive into the news human interest and discussions about the issues surrounding all of us in and out of the american council of the blind community welcome 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 to sunday edition i'm your host anthony corona as always i am here with my executive producer extraordinaire Bryn lee
2: good afternoon everybody
1: how are you feeling
2: well i've got my uh morning beverage of uh caffeination uh so i'm good to go how about you
1: I'm, I'm doing pretty good, too. pretty good. I know it's been a, a hard couple of weeks for our households. <laughs> oh my gosh,
2: I know. I've been sick for the last couple of weeks. I'm finally better. I'm finally getting out and doing stuff. I'm very, very happy about that.
1: Well, we are all glad to hear it too. Manning our hands and all of, um, you know, the ACB controls behind the scenes is Sheila. Sheila, president of Florida. Hey, Sheila, Sheila, welcome.
3: Hey, Brandon, Anthony. How is everybody today? And I hope everybody listening to us on ACB Media and in Zoom are doing well. Happy Sunday.
1: Yes, happy Sunday, everyone. Um, To our friends who may be listening on ACB Media who usually come in on Clubhouse, unfortunately, there was a little snafu in scheduling. So if you'd like to join us via Zoom, grab that community um, email and look for Sunday edition or any of the previous Sunday editions. It's the same link every week. And um, if you want to ask or interact with any of our guests, grab that link and join us. Um, I really want to real quick shout out my next Sunday conversation. I'm going to have a team of panelists, and hopefully, um, my host and, and executive producer will chime in wherever they see fit. We're going to have a conversation which we're titling Are we as welcoming, respectful, and inviting to those coming into our community or partnering with our community as we want the rest of the world to be to us? With the sub focus being, you know, some of the things that we say and we talk about, about the cited worlds, and I'm using air quotes, can be hurtful to allies and volunteers who are around us and how we can be mindful of our words. So I'm really, really excited. All uh, Sunday edition notables, including um, Cheryl, who is the chair of Multicultural Affairs Committee, um, Paul Edwards, longtime listener Jane Tolino is going to join us on the panel, Kenneth Simeon. I know I'm forgetting folks but it'll be a really great conversation so please come check it out so um any other announcements anybody have then i will ask leslie our auction mistress extraordinaire to come on up and tell us a little bit about the upcoming auction
4: hi anthony happy sunday Hey, hey welcome back thank you thank you for having me back for a little little uh Uh, intro here for the auction. So the ACB summer auction is off and going. It will be June 15th and 16th for the appetizer, Wet Your Whistle appetizer auction. Um, So that's June 15th and 16th, Thursday and Friday. And then the main event is Saturday night, June 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And it will be on ACB media and on Zoom, and on your A devices. So <laughs> you can uh, either listen any way you like and, and participate and bid, 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 and have fun and uh, you know get those items in. The deadline's coming up May 1st for deadlines, descriptions, and pictures. And it's just a lot of fun, Anthony. You guys have donated. Thank you. Sheila's donated. So uh, many affiliates have donated already. If you don't know what to donate, you can also de- donate towards shipping. Um, we always love to have shipping donations. That helps the items go to the donor, to the excuse me, to the winners. So it's a really nice um, way to get recognized also. So um, it's a lot of fun. We'll have some uh, new describers and we'll have some old describers and old auctioneers back, the seasoned ones, but uh, it should be a lot of fun.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And just, you know, for... For um, sake of purpose, please send some extra love and um, and uh, good vibes to Dan from all of us from the Sunday edition crew and, and listeners. The office is moving this week, so I'm sure he's probably got his uh focus in about a thousand different places
4: <laughs> i will i will yes he's very busy so thank you thank you thank you so so get all your items into me i look forward to talking to everybody and you'll probably be hearing from me this week so stay tuned <laughs>
1: and leslie drop that email in case they um want to oh, sure. hit you Can up I... with a new item or something
4: oh sure that's okay to do yeah okay so it's my name Leslie L E S L I E S P O O N E. At CFL, so Cat Frank Lima at CentralFlorida.rr.com. So Leslie Spoon at CFL.rr.com. <clears throat> so thank you, Anthony, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Email me, call me, do everything you can.
1: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Have a beautiful Sunday.
4: You too. Thanks. <sighs>
1: Well, we've got a great show ahead. Later on in our second hour, we're going to be talking to JC and the crew from VisionCast. But right now, I am very excited to be speaking to Tristan and Richard from Imagination Books. Tristan, we did, did we get Tristan
5: on the line? We did. All right. We did indeed. So welcome back <laughs> to Sunday Edition. Well, thank you. I haven't talked with you on uh, Sunday Edition since the uh, SAG-AFTRA Awards, if I remember correctly. I think that's pretty much
1: yeah. So <laughs> you were in a in a much different space then. So do you want to tell us a little bit
5: about Imagination Books and and your journey there? So Imagination Storybooks is a, a nonprofit that um, that creates audio described children's books from children's illustrated books. So all those books that that many of you may remember. Uh, reading with your parents as as children, if you were totally blind, uh, like me, then you might not have known that those books had a bunch of pictures in them. And uh, we take those books and we add audio description. We 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 you know we create an audio book of the story and then we add audio descriptions in uh, to describe those images. And then not only that, we take them and we make a video of those books. And we add American sign language and captions so that deaf children can enjoy them. And not only blind and deaf children can enjoy these, but blind parents and deaf parents can enjoy them with their sighted or hearing enabled, or hearing, hearing, chi- I, 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 this one always trips me up a little bit. Hearing enabled, hearing able, I don't know, children. Um, so, uh, you know, and 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 we found um, as, as many of folks may have uh, heard about, that audio descriptions and uh, captions can help the neurodiverse community as well. Um, So this, you know, what we do is just so, so awesome. But I fell into this um, through a couple of friends um, uh, when I was looking for other work um, outside the TV and film area. they uh they put me in touch with Richard Riemann and uh and the rest is history. We we got on like a house on fire and um you know and and with his vision for the the company, he's the founder of it and um uh, and you know uh I just brought my my stuff to the table and off we went. <laughs> so welcome to Sunday edition, Richard.
0: Yes, thank you. Great to be here.
1: Thank you so much, Um, and thank you so much for opening up an avenue to make it easier for parents and children to interact reading, um, you know, as they say, and beat into at least my head growing up, reading is fundamental, Um, and, and there's no better bond between a parent and a child than being able to share a book together, so let's jump back a little bit so folks can get to know you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and whatever highlights of your life you feel like sharing with us?
0: Oh, sure. Um, Well, I wanted to be Superman, but I couldn't fly, so I became uh, Clark Kent. I became a reporter for 35 years in radio news in Chicago and New York and Washington, D.C., and so I was comfortable telling stories in front of a microphone, so I became an audiobook narrator and producer, and a few years ago, I realized that there's a gap in the audiobook industry, I have been a ski guide for blind skiers and a volunteer at Learning Ally, reading books for the blind. And I could see that children's illustrated books are not really an audio where they make sense uh, to the blind community, especially, but for all children, because the pictures are not described. So I thought, okay, why don't we combine audio description of the pictures with the text of the stories and make it a a different experience, a more um, fulfilling experience, adding a dimension to existing children's illustrated books. So I created imagination storybooks. Uh, We've been around just about two and a half years now and created over 150 video and audio books. And I'm part of the community myself now. I have progressive glaucoma. So I am uh, losing my eyesight gradually but uh, but not my vision, as uh, Tristan said. Nice.
1: So welcome to the community, although I'm I'm sorry, I'm sure um, it's all of us who I lost my sight midlife, all of us who lose it and have had it know that it's it's frustrating, it's it's wonderful, it's horrific. And, you know, you never know from moment to moment which way it's going to go. But Thank you so much for doing this. We were talking before we got on air and we did not um, have the moment to get to you. So what is your favorite illustrated children's book?
0: Oh, mine. Um, Well, the one we've done so far has got to be Winnie the Pooh. Uh, The original 1926 Winnie the Pooh that just went into the public domain. And uh, we have had the, the chance to put together all 10 chapters as separate stories it's a three hour long audio and video extravaganza with audio description and sign language interpretation
1: and we are going to share a little clip of that in a moment or two but how about when you were little richard <laughs> <Pun intended. laughs> what was your on um, what was your childhood favorite book
0: oh that's uh I read so many of them that it's uh, it, it's hard to say. Um, I remember Corduroy, uh being uh, being a favorite, the bear, and even you know the little engine that could, which was actually the first uh, feminist book, because all the male engines don't help uh, the female engine that's in trouble, and she has to be rescued by fellow female engines. So that that, that it was an interesting message in, uh, in that book, The Little Engine That Could.
5: That one was my favorite growing up. I used to beg my mother to read it uh, to me when I, was, when I was really little. I, I loved
1: all the above. Um, but the one that stands out to me, there was an, a book called Stand Back, Said the Elephant, I'm Going to Sneeze. And he ruins the entire picnic. And then all of the animals come and help put the picnic back together. It's a cute little story. So why don't, um, why don't you guys tag team and walk us through how does a book go from, you know, turning the pages to mother and child or family sitting around together and enjoying the book from imagination storybooks?
0: Tristan?
5: Well, we, uh, we take, um, you know, Richard finds people who are willing to, um, to, uh, make their books accessible right so so once he's done that then we get the you know digital copy of the book um high resolution images of the the illustrations and uh those go off to the describer we have a couple um bonnie barlow and miriam snyder are all uh uh, you know they work on they work on the various books and um they you know they come up with vivid descriptions of the the story of the uh, pictures and um then we cast a narrator for the the story part of the book the text and uh and then we get and we cast a, a description voice a and narr- description narrator um and then i take it from there once we have those recordings and sometimes uh that involves uh, me directing them in a remote session or they record it themselves and i uh you know we we make corrections if we have to um and then um you know it gets put together uh some of you may remember last year uh in the blind lgbt pride um program i did a little uh session about how that's how that's done uh where the the pieces are recorded and and mixed and and then uh the music is we i choose some music and and that gets mixed in then we send it off to the the video editor uh and then richard if you want to step in with the video for one moment and tell the listeners that if you would like to hear
1: the podcasted version of tristan's presentation, you can send an email to membership at blindlgbtpride.org, and we will forward that to you guys to hear. Go ahead, Richard. Great.
0: Uh, Yes, um, Tristan works his audio magic as well as narrating a lot of the audio description and some of the narration of the book, so he does a wonderful job. Uh, We have over 100 volunteer narrators some of the best in the business. Uh, Johnny Heller, who played Winnie the Pooh, uh, is one of the golden voices of the 20th century and has won every award there is uh, in the audiobook community. Um, and we also have almost 20 now blind and low vision voice actors uh, who are contributing their voices uh, to our books because we want to also employ members of the blind and uh, low vision community in these projects. So uh, we create the video versions. Uh, Danielle is our video editor. She does a wonderful job simply by taking those images from the existing PDFs of the books and creating the audio, the, the video format where we show one picture and describe it and then the other picture and describe it And that's why, as Tristan mentioned, uh, autistic children really can follow what we're doing because it doesn't overwhelm their senses like a lot of animation does. We also add uh, captions and downloadable Braille files, BRF files, so that uh, parents can print uh, our books with audio description out at home.
5: Yeah, well, for- or they can go onto a braille display uh, also. Um- yes.
1: Yeah. Well, first and foremost, point of prohibition. since it's my show, if you ever need a very small bit part voice, I really want to try my hand at voicing something. But that's besides the point. Um, tell us, do you quality control, so to speak, the audio description of the pictures to any kids? How do we know we're hitting the sweet spot when it comes to the descriptions?
0: Well, Tristan's our main uh, <laughs> quality control person, um, you know, and, and uh, we really try to make sure that the descriptions um, really add to the story. Uh, that's, that's very important to us. We have the gift of time. Uh, we're yeah. not restricted like in TV and, and movies in between dialogue, so we can richly describe what's going on. For the yeah,
5: yeah. It's it's. I have to tell you, as somebody who had who has spent twenty years in description for TV and film, doing this is a world apart. It's it's wonderful because there's no there's no um, limit. If we if we need to get detailed about a picture, we can get detailed about a picture. We have full creative control over how much description, um, where it is. And, and, and how it flows, all of it, all of it, uh, we build it in from the ground up basically. So, so there's no, Oh no, we have to squeeze that in at the last minute. It's none of that. It's, it's all um, very smooth. And, uh, and it's a, it's a wonderful crafting process. I always, I always call description a craft. Some yeah. people would argue that it's an art or it's a science. I say it's a craft, which is a blending of both. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's, Oh, it's so so rewarding to do this.
1: Is is this the job, Tristan? That if you know the genie popped out of the lamp, is this is you know a version of the job you would have asked for. Yep,
5: absolutely. Yeah, this is because not only is it a, is it a, you know not only can you build it in from the ground up, but from my perspective, um, I'm providing something to my community. I'm giving back to the kids that I was. And uh, and the parents that I was, um, and it's it's just very rewarding. That's awesome. So a bunch of books. Um, do you have any standout favorites? Oh well, our version of Winnie the Pooh is certainly one of my standout favorites. Um, Why don't and you talk a little about Winnie the Pooh. And Bryn, you can in the meantime get ready um, to play
1: our sample. Tell us about Winnie the Pooh.
5: Well, Winnie the Pooh, our Winnie the Pooh is, um, and Richard, f- please feel free to to jump in on that. Um, our, we, we, um, we, it's basically a, it's a full cast audiobook. book. Um, we have all of the different characters, our uh, different voices, several of whom are blind, by the way, including the audio description narrator, Satana Hauri. uh Nefertiti Mata-Soliveras plays uh, um, uh, Kanga. And um, no, by the way.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Times. And, and,
5: um,
0: and the great yeah. thing, Tristan, is that the accessible audiobook version debuted as number one in children's book anthologies on Audible, and continues to be number one two months later. So the book with audio description of the pictures is really selling well. And that is going to make a difference, I think, when we talk to the publishers who say, well, we don't see we can make any money doing this. But when you add description to the pictures, it's for all children.
5: Yeah, in fact, I would, I've, I've pointed this out before. Uh, my, so uh, I have an autistic son um, who would have loved these. Um, but I also have a daughter who got car sick when she would try to read in the car on, on trips. And and so these books, even though she's perfectly sighted, no trouble at all, she would she would have been able to just listen to these storybooks and and those kids out there who have favorite books who can't read them in the car or, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, you know, audio description has so much um, facility um, for sighted people. You know, there's 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 a whole there's a whole nother group out there of people who um who can make use of it. So. Um, I have But, a couple uh, yeah, questions so, before so we what...
1: open to the audience, but let's actually hear a sample. Brain, you ready to roll that first?
2: All right. Let me go ahead and hit enter on it and uh, make it happen here.
4: Rabbit peers into an empty jar while Pooh's lower half bulges out of the tunnel his bottom and legs sticking out behind him into the room.
3: Oh, help, I'd better go back. Oh, bother, I shall have to go on.
6: I can't do either. Oh, oh, help and bother.
0: Now by this time, Rabbit wanted to go for a walk too, and finding the front door full, he went out by the back door and came round to Pooh and looked at him.
5: Hello. Are you stuck?
4: Pooh's head and arms poke out from the entrance tunnel as he returns Rabbit's gaze. Nah, <laughs> just resting
5: and thinking and humming to myself. Here, give us a paw.
0: Pooh Bear stretched out a paw, and Rabbit pulled and pulled and pulled. How? cried Pooh. You're
6: hurting. The fact is, you're stuck.
0: It all comes, said Pooh crossly, of not having front doors big enough. It all comes, said Rabbit sternly,
5: of eating too much. I thought at the time, only I didn't like to say anything, that one of us was eating too much, and I knew it wasn't me. (sighs) Well, well... I shall go and fetch Christopher Robin. Wow.
3: Very nice.
5: A couple <laughs> of
1: recognizable voices there, huh? <laughs> yeah.
3: Clapping, clapping, clapping hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was Tristan as rabbit, and uh I'm the narrator, you know, so uh had a lot of fun doing that too. And that was Satana describing. Yes.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And Satana, for those in the community, is very heralded because she is the audio description for Seinfeld. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: Satana has been here before too, so she you- also. If anybody has has kiddos that uh, you wanna you wanna play something that she's described, she also did this amazing uh, version of Masha and the Bear on Netflix. It is uh, it's fantastic. Oh.
1: I have to go find that. Um you mentioned earlier public domain just for for folks who may not understand what that means. Can you explain that and then can you explain um how you are going about getting some of the you know recent titles or are you I should ask first and if you are how you can and third question on this three-pronged fork how can we help you convince publishers and authors that this is something that they, that would be, you know, give them book sales and, and, and help strengthen, you know, love of their art.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a challenge. We started with, you know, independently published books, uh, self-published books, going directly to the authors and convincing them to help us even pay for making the books accessible. And that's been very successful because the authors understand they want to reach every child they can now going to the publishers is a different story. Um, we have the right uh, to do anything that's in the public domain, which means enough time has passed where the copyright no longer applies so we're able to take a Winnie the Pooh and make that accessible, but for the current books that are out there. We have the right to make accessible versions under the Marrakesh Treaty, the Chafee Amendment and US copyright law. We can make any book accessible, but the challenge is we have to pay all the expenses. We have to pay our video editors, our audio editors, and hopefully our narrators and and all of that uh, to create these books. And so we are trying to convince the publishers that this is not just the right thing to do, but a way to make money. They can sell the audiobook versions and make royalties. They can make anthologies of audiobook versions and and make money that way. They can use our videos for marketing. Uh, the book itself. They can use our audio tracks for their podcasts. There are many many ways we can help. In fact, I'm speaking to the Independent Book Publishers Association uh, next week in uh, San Diego, and just trying to spread the word that making storybooks accessible to all children is good business, not just a good thing to do. And as far as helping, yeah, as far as helping us, um, yeah, we have um, we have the Imagination Storybooks Club uh, that we've just created. Uh, where anyone can subscribe uh, and, and get access to our books. But uh, in addition to that, so we're trying to reach the wider community that way. But I want to make sure that, that uh, anyone who uh, has a blind child or is a teacher of a blind child or deaf child can get free access to our books through the Described and Captioned Media Program at dcmp.org. And if you qualify, you can, we have over 130, probably 140 of our videos up through DCMP uh, that you can get free access to.
1: I would imagine that um, those that are going to start planning their Christmas shopping early <laughs> can go to Amazon and um, pick up things for kids, pick up some of these books for kids, and then maybe put it on their socials. So that, and that also raises awareness
0: yes and you know it's it's very important the difference between our books and what exists out there on youtube and and things like that we have professional narration Uh, we are using some of the best narrators in the business we don't use robot ai synthetic voices we realize how important it is for children to hear human voices especially at the ages of ages three to eight. It's critical in their learning development to get beyond all the, the screen readers that are reading out loud in synthetic voices.
5: I know,
1: Trish, Yes,
0: you've been and, um,
5: wrecking. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Um, I, I was just gonna say that, um, so this, the Storybooks Club, for those that don't qualify for DCMP, I have I have a couple of blind uh, parent friends who um, have sighted kids, and of course they don't they can't qualify. But the Storybooks Club will give them access to not only the audio versions of the books, but also the videos, so that their sighted kid uh, and them, can, so that they can all enjoy it together. Um, and and that's that's why I I'm a big proponent of of that. Um, uh, Richard hasn't hasn't let the cat out of the bag, but but Richard, you put it in the newsletter, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, we're working on the development of an app, also for those who are iPhone slash iPad users, uh, or Android uh, tablet or um, you know Android phone users. We're working on an app, and of course, we are going to do our very best, very best to make it accessible. Um, so that we're not, you know, giving you something with a bunch of unlabeled buttons. And um, that will be give you access to the Storybook Club and all the videos. But for those who, um, who can't make that investment, um, we, we certainly understand. And that is why uh, very soon many of our books will be on BARD for audio download.
1: I love hearing that. That is Awesome. Um for for grandparents or friends or or folks that may not be part of the nuclear, um, do you list the physical copy so that maybe a grandparent could hold the physical copy in their hand and still enjoy
0: We do with the videos and the description in them. Let them know that the book is also available at Amazon.com or some of our publishers like puppy dogs and ice cream books. And we have a link to where they can download the physical book uh, itself.
1: That's that's awesome. So why don't we throw this out to the audience and see what they're interested in. Sheila?
3: Jane, go ahead and unmute. I am delighted to be here. So I have a list. I'm (laughs) First of all, a mom of two children and five grandbabies, who are now old enough to be parents if they so chose. Favorite books when I was a child. Absolutely. The Little Train That Could. I loved it. Oh, it's a girl. going to help her. Do please take a hard good look at Make Way for Ducklings and Blueberries for Sal And go find the Pokey Puppies. They're all so value-laden, but they're great stories. And finally, the Jumping Frog of Calaveras County. Calaveras? Whatever that one is. Um, Kristen, I appreciate your absolute jumping up and down for joy and professional skill and craft. Good job. About how these books are put together. Richard, I really um, recognize your careful managing voice of all this, what a lot, but you don't sound like you have a headache at all. You just keep (laughs) after it. Um, I vote for Anthony, give him a shot. I will never forget the day he called on an ACB presents the daily scheduling, whatever he imitated. I couldn't stop laughing for a long time after that. So give him a shot. Thanks, Jane. Um, it was not planned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just uh I want a list of all your books. I want, I'm glad some will be out on Bard. I'm grateful, Richard, that you're going to the indie books. Uh they need it and they they are worth it. Amazon needs to be a little more inclusive. Mm. <clears throat> uh, of selling partners. So those are the things I want to say, but I want a list of all the books you have, and then I want to be able to um, help. So I need to get feedback from you about what you what you want and what you need. That's it. I'm going to shut my mouth, maybe.
1: Thanks, Jane. And Jane will be a panelist on Sunday edition next week. So looking forward to that. You know what? This is as good a time as any folks. Why don't you um, give the website and, and any contact information you can?
0: Yes, it's imaginationstorybooks.org.org <laughs> because we're a nonprofit. And that's where you can find information about our books and the different formats they're in. You can join the Storybooks Club. You can donate. Uh, you can become a, a sponsor of a book uh, mm-hmm. for us. So, imaginationstorybooks.org. We also have a podcast called Illustrated Audiobooks with the audiobook wizard, and I am the wizard, introducing all the books uh, to uh, to the, the podcast audience that uh, has been awarded. We've won, I think, six different awards now for the podcast for accessibility, Great. inclusivity, and uh, we're getting a lot of international attention for um just just unique audio experience was one that we won uh for exactly the kind of book that you heard with the winnie the pooh uh being you know a new dimension a new experience a new way to experience these illustrated books
5: yeah the uh, in fact uh anthony the uh the um very first audio description uh, award by the Society of Voice Arts and Sciences was uh, I I won that as a narrator, but it was for Jenny Noon, The Girl on the Moon, which is one of my favorite books that we've done. Um, what a great what a great book that was, um, and uh, and then a couple of the awards we got were under the auspices of the Webbies, so that was really cool.
3: I I just want to say one other thing about your skill and your craft. Thank you for being meticulous about keeping each piece of access information distinct from the others, so that as listeners or readers, we don't get tripped up by the crowd. Thank you. Well,
5: thank you. That's a really nice, nice thing to say. Um, And we make it so that people can choose what access they need. You know, if you just want to hear the audiobook, there's there's that option available to you. If you would like just captions, that, that's also there. If you would like to have ASL, that's there. Um and and if you are deafblind or or your child is deafblind, um, you have the option of the of the braille. So all right, Sheila, who's up next?
2: You don't have any
7: hands.
0: One of the critically important things that I am trying to communicate to the publishers is that unfortunately with the National Federation of the blind statistic that 90% of children are not learning Braille. They need access to audio. Uh, It's critically important for them. uh, If they don't have, you, you know, if they're being mainstreamed and don't have access to Braille teachers, if they're not learning Braille, the audio versions of these illustrated books become so much more important now than they've ever been.
1: I know, Trish, you have been recognized for some of your work. Have you ever been recognized for one of the storybooks? And um, same question to you too, Richard. As far as, as far as, uh, narration, do you mean? Or, or uh, narration or one of your characters that's a kid ever recognized you from. Oh,
5: (laughs) Oh, no, nobody's been, well, Rich, (laughs) uh, I'll start with, I'll start with, I got the Sovas Award was for Jenny Noon. Um, and, and my narration, my narration of the description there. Um, so there was that. And, um, as far as people recognizing me for it, uh, not yet, but, but Richard, uh, tell them about the storybook wizard, um, outfit and everything my goodness yes,
0: yes. i uh, have taken to at least wearing my wizard hat uh whenever i speak but sometimes i get into the full costume the wizard robe and everything and slip into my wizard voice and that's how i appeared at the audiobook publishers association conference and i actually got a special recognition there uh at the audio awards Uh, whoopi goldberg was nice enough to uh to mention my name and our mission and thank us for for what we're doing so we are starting to make an impact and if anybody recognizes my voice it's more the wizards taken directly from harry potter of course harry so good to see you harry you know i gave your parents their wands.
1: have a little hopefully Whoopi will actually make it part of her favorite things for Christmas this year on the
0: view That'd that'd be great yeah
1: that would be wonderful um what is your favorite book that you've narrated is it the Harry Potter series
0: hmm um funny I really loved a book we just did called Uh, uh, Adventures with Darien, A Pirate at Sea, S-E-E. Darien has one prosthetic eye, and so he has trouble uh, when he's out on the seas, um, you know, reading the maps and and he has challenges, Uh, but it's such a cute story about how he overcomes uh, any challenges uh, being a pirate and, uh, being, uh, in the competition, uh, with other fully sighted pirates that of course he wins. That's a great. Story.
1: Have you thought about, um, branching out into like nursery rhymes and children's music kind of areas?
0: Not really. And I'll tell you why the biggest need is in the children's illustrated book, um, um, genre there are nursery rhymes out there there are other things and of course once children's books become chapter books then they're all you know good audio books but there is that gap for children just starting to read so that is where our really prime focus in is on illustrate
1: tell us um Besides going to story imagination, storybooks.com um, is the podcast available on all your major podcast catchers.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, it's imagination, dot although.com will take you there. Anyway.
1: Sorry. Uh,
0: but <laughs> the uh, um, yes, our podcast is available on Spotify and all the other uh, podcast platforms. And it is a subscription service. Um, uh, but uh, we have many examples, uh, many samples up there for free. Uh, we, we put up, uh, I make sure every new book that gets put up every week is, is, is free for the listeners as, uh, as a sample for uh, um, these beautiful books. And the books are just 15, 20 minutes long in most cases. So it's not a great uh, time investment. It, it actually, uh, you know, is, is very nice for bedtime. <laughs> or you can get a whole story uh, to uh, to a child.
1: And I know I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, letting any cats out of the bag because I've seen it on the socials. You guys are working on The Wizard of Oz. Tris, could you give us a tiny little sample of your um, cowardly lion?
5: <laughs> um, Boy, you're, uh, let's see. I'm asking for it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I actually, I, I'm still working on his voice. I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm listening to the other people that that have contributed their voices to the, the, you know, the the group of friends, and I'm I'm trying to decide how best to 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 voice him. Um, I, my original thought was because you know, obviously, it, I, I'm not gonna redo i'm not trying to to replace the movie um and and none of our other cast members did either um but uh my initial thought was actually to do it like uh cringer from from he (laughs) i like that thought (laughs) oh dear do you can i have a paxil milk bone i'm i don't know but um but he's not really that you know what i learned what i realized listening to that book again as we as we did the 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 narrations uh of the cast um is the cowardly lion if you stop and think he's not actually that cowardly he's He, he, you can see his bravery throughout yeah. all their adventures, and it's the same with the scarecrow. He's not, he doesn't, he has brains, you know, you can, he comes up with all the plans to get them out of sticky situations. It's really very interesting that, um, you know, that, that the characters uh, have already what they're seeking and that's funny you yeah. should say that
1: i my my niece is has now made me a great not a great uncle um but when she was a, a young youngin uh wizard vadas has always been one of my favorites it was one of hers as well and and i remember very dis- distinctly her telling me at one point he doesn't need brains he's already smart yeah
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah anthony you know, this um, is this is brand. of the mouths of apes
2: Um, So, you know, like I I always felt the same way about the Wizard of Oz story, too. And and Wicked, um, uh, the musical, was kind of the first time that I ever went, oh, my God, somebody else uh, sort of sees it the same way I do. Where, um, you know, here here you've got this uh, witch whose sister has just been squashed by some girl's house. And (laughs) and she's mad, you know, seeing it from the witch's point of view. Um, The wizard... Uh, in Wizard of Oz, you know, has often been touted as somebody that you know, is, uh, they gotta get to the wizard so they can get these things that they need and he's all-knowing and all-seeing, but really they had all of those things all along, and they used them to get through the the yellow brick road and the uh, enchanted forest and get to the Emerald City, and it's like you know, they realize at the end that the things that the wizard has to offer are just trinkets, and that they had those things all along already.
1: But in a way didn't the wizard offer back to them or shine a mirror to them? But because he kind of does show them that they had it all along. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, if you think about it, you know, con men often, or con persons um, often aren't stupid. <laughs> you know, they're not no. going to success- successful cons. So yes. you know, the, yes. the whole, I mean, it's one of the most beautifully crafted stories that's ever been told when you really think about it.
5: Yes. And, and I think, um, I, I you know, the wizard says to them, you know, he actually goes, he actually admits it in the book. Uh, I, you know, I, um, I, the book is foremost in my mind now uh, in place of the movie because of having having been working on it. But um, he says, you've you don't need me. <laughs> you've got this stuff. Yes. And they and they all say, no, no, we need you. We need you because they don't. The one thing that they all lack is. Confidence. self-confidence yeah. yeah yeah, and and he's like any he, and he kind of size he's like okay all right fine here you know and then he you know he makes something up for them but it's it's just um it, it's such a remarkable tale and i gotta tell you working on this um and being able to work with such incredibly talented people uh in our community the blind and visually impaired community um getting to uh to direct Bruce Horak, who um, was the, uh, he played uh, Lieutenant Hammer in Star Trek, Strange New Worlds in season one. And, um, and. Uh,
0: Ariam Mia uh, Loberti.
5: Yes, I was uh, gonna say.
0: <laughs> yeah, who, who basically, her? yeah, she is our Dorothy and she is the star of the upcoming Netflix series version. Of All the Light, We Cannot See, the Pulitzer Prize winning book, wow. because we have gotten actors, George Ashiotis uh, is a Broadway actor who happens to be blind, and he's- the And wizard. a fellow BPI I'm member. The narrator. Yes. <laughs> and the Yes. And so we have an entirely blind and low vision voice cast for our version of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz.
1: For those well, I want to dip my finger in, but for those who are trying to really make a living at this, um, do you have a uh, send your demo in here or uh, section on the website?
0: Uh, we have you know wonderful volunteers, obviously, but we're always looking for uh, any voice actors with challenges because we want to give them you know special attention. Uh, we're uh, and you can just send an email to wizard at imaginationstorybooks dot org, and that'll reach me and we can see about adding you to the roster.
5: Yeah, um, and I and I want to speak to that just for a second, if I can. The um, it, you know, blind people especially, but also uh, actors with disabilities, the. Even in voiceover, we are just unreprese- underrepresented. Um, and I, uh, I am so happy to be part of a, an organization that wants to highlight voice actors with disabilities. Um, it, it, it's, uh, that's another piece of this that just makes me very happy to be a part of it.
1: Well, I am definitely gonna throw my vote in for, um, we were talking before we got online, um, you know, Al Frank Baum produced 14 of the Wizard of Oz, you know, in the Wizard of Oz series, so <laughs> I am going to throw my strong, strong, strong hope that you guys will do more of, of the Wizard of Oz series. Um, other than the Wizard of Oz, can you tease us with anything else that might be coming down the pike soon?
0: Uh, we're doing um, the, uh, if you give a mouse a cookie in both English and Spanish. Uh, because we are um, making our books more accessible uh, in Spanish, too, this year. In fact, if you go to our website, what we're planning for the club is we have 100 different languages that you can access our site website in. And also, we're putting up the books um, where they can be read. And, you know, once again, it's AI voices, unfortunately, but... They can be read in one hundred different languages. So, if you want to hear the book in German or uh, Gaelic or um, you know Ukrainian, uh, you can hear our books through the Storybooks Club in in those languages.
1: I love hearing that. That's a, a big push for the American. Catholic. Yeah,
5: beca- be- because um, you know that's another thing that the Storybooks Club does. Um, so many, you know, Bard and and DCMP are fantastic resources, but only for people who live in the United States. Yeah. Um. And and, and you have to be in the United States to qualify for those uh, resources. And um, there are an awful lot of people um, uh, with with visual impairments and and um and, you know who who would appreciate our our stories. Um who are just not in the United States. And I, I'm so glad that we have a way to to reach them and offer them um, access to these resources.
1: Absolutely, I, I'd love to talk with you offline. Um, they, we brought some resources, Gabe's been bringing resources down to Honduras for years um, and Kim Charleston actually gave us some, some really good stuff. We had encountered someone last year and um, so I'd love to talk to you offline about that. All right, let's do a hand check real quick, Sheila. No, sir. All right. So why don't you guys take a moment to give us some last thoughts. Let's go over the um, the website, the uh, podcast and contact information again. Let's start. with Richard, thank you so much for being here. What um, what do you want to say to our community?
0: Well, thank you for for having us as, as guests. Um, you know, you can reach us at imaginationstorybooks.org. O-R-G, that's the website. Our podcast is illustrated audiobooks with the audiobook wizard available everywhere podcasts are heard and we appreciate everybody's support of course of what we're doing Uh, you can sponsor a book uh, to make it accessible that's perhaps one of your favorites if we uh, raise the money to do those books uh, we put in this book was made accessible by a donation from and you know the, the old PBS way, uh, so you can uh, you can support wow. us that way. It's you know w- our our mission is really going to be pushing those major publishers, both book publishers and audiobook publishers, to make their books accessible, because you know especially if you can't re- or you don't read to your children, uh, which you should. Obviously all parents should read to their children, but this is, we think the next best thing that you can play these audio versions, play these video versions and uh, really experience something that, you know, we take um, take a, a book uh, and, and give it a, a different canvas for that illustrator, for that author we're adding a new dimension to their books by adding audio description. Absolutely.
3: Tristan? Yeah, uh just just to
5: to to piggyback off of that. Um, you know, I remember very clearly as uh a parent of a small child. All my kids are adults now. Um but uh I you know, I, many of you may remember the uh the NLS um, sending us books in braille with um, where they had they had braille and then they had the print copy inside interstitched um, interwoven with the the braille so you had the text in both and then you had the pictures in print so there weren't um, there weren't but there weren't descriptions of the pictures in braille they were just they were just there for the site enabled um and uh i found you know sometimes my kiddos would look at it and go oh well, there's a picture of so and so and and uh, and there's this weird like you know whatever and they would try to describe it um and i kind of i think that what we do gives even if even if you're not reading the book to your child if you're listening to it with us and you're re- and you've got the video on Um, you know, that gives you the chance as a parent to, to enjoy the pictures along with your kids. And sometimes, sometimes if there's a word in the description that they might not understand for whatever reason, you know, they're real little, or they just hadn't encountered the word before you get to help them understand what that word is. Like, uh, I think I remember one of our books has the word abundant in it uh, about somebody's hair. (laughs) <laughs> and there was just no other way to describe it. I do try to keep the language uh, age appropriate, but sometimes you just have to use a word because there's there's not much in the way of other other words you can use uh, that cover it. And and I'm hoping that what will happen in in the rare situation where that occurs is that you know the kid will say, "Mommy or Daddy, what's abundant?" And mm. then you can talk about it. And and increase the vocabulary. I'll tell you, as somebody who was an avid reader as a kid, um, reading helped increase my vocabulary exponentially. Um, it's one of those those wonderful things about reading, right? Yeah. So, and
3: I, I you just you do, love do have
7: one quick
5: hand if you want to take it. So let's take that quick hand.
7: Nora, go ahead. Hey. Sorry, well, hi, please hi, please to meet you. Good afternoon, everyone, and. Uh, cool. My my comment is not a question, but it's a comment, and I think you did a wonderful, wonderful job with the, uh, with the, the book thing and the narration and the, yeah, narrating and the other, um, that's what you call it. Uh,
3: description.
7: Yeah, you know, audio description of my mind went blank. You know, you got a great job, and, and I, I enjoy hearing your voice and everything. Thank, thank you, Zara. You. You're welcome.
1: Thank you, thank you so much. Thank Anyone you. else pop up, Sheila? No. Well then, I'm. Um, I do not. I'm not like the viewer. I say, come back, come back, and spend the whole hour with us. Um, but I would love to have you guys back when The Wizard of Oz is ready to be released to, um, you know, audiences of all ages and heart sizes, and uh, bring some of the <laughs> cast members on and make a real release party here at Sunday Edition.
3: Oh, I plan to go on their website and look for yeah. a book because when I was working, I've got a couple of favorites that I loved playing for the kids like llama llama red pajama and the very hungry caterpillar
1: <laughs> i love the hungry caterpillar i'm gonna i'm
3: gonna, I'm oh, gonna yes. be sponsoring a book myself so
1: <laughs> yeah i'm I'm gonna be on there too and and now that i have a just about to be 15 month old great niece this is gonna be you know that's the one thing i i when i lost my sight i i didn't know about i mean i knew about audiobooks but i had never listened to one Um, and, and so, you know, the first thing that I thought is, oh my God, I'm never going to enjoy reading again. Um, and then later on, then one of the things I thought is I'm never going to be able to read a book to the kids anymore. Um, and so you've just given me something back that, that was a huge, huge love in my life. So thank you for that too. And please come back when, when the Wizard of Oz comes out and let's make a party here.
0: Sounds like fun.
1: All right. Have a beautiful Sunday. Thank you. You too. You too. You all right folks you know this next person's voice if you are a avid listener of karaoke but um he is also all over the place in the community and he has become a pretty good friend of mine at this point i'm so very happy to welcome jc to sunday edition
8: all right hey everybody good to be here Oh, it's such a humble blessing to be on this program. Thank you, Anthony, for setting this up. And as always, you do a spectacular job doing your show and what you do. So I'm here to talk about my show that I direct, mind you, because I have to say direct because you put in writing producer. I'm not the producer. I'm the director of Vision Cast with JC and Friends. And we have... uh, lot of team members which some of them are here on today so they're going to be uh introducing themselves so what do you say shall we get into it not just quite yet let's Ah, back up a
1: little bit let's let's tell the folks the story of how the podcast came today
8: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna get into it, but I gotta be a slow, slow grasshopper and wait like the rest of y'all. So uh, So myself and Preston Gaylor are really good friends and we go back to the days there used to be an internet radio station that was run by a totally blind individual by the name of Jonathan Candler, and he ran a an internet radio station and that's when i first got into internet radio and internet what have you and when i got into that unfortunately that kind of went to a screeching halt which i won't get into at the time of this recording but what i will say is that in 2021 uh my friend uh my myself and preston and i were chatting and I was like, you know what? We should definitely bring our podcast back, but under a new uh, brand. And so in 2021, let me pull up the actual name of the first episode. Uh, So we have a lot of episodes and we launched our first one on... Uh, let me look because there's a lot of episodes here <laughs> there's a lot okay here we go uh so we launched in 06 which means would be in may so we launched in may of 2021 and we are already in 2023 so this would be the first episode and from that point forward we started initially as vision cast with jc and Preston. But as we continued and the team members grew rapidly and we had to go through several changes before we did some finalization, we finally rebranded as VisionCast with JC and friends. And if you guys are wondering, it's not A-N-D, it's with the AND symbol attached. And as of right now, we have a total of... uh, Let's see. We have a total of... 157 episodes. Nice 157 so far cuz we were going to record one last week but unfortunately uh there has been some stuff going on with our other producer which you'll find out later. Uh not Stacy. Stacy is here uh with us but another producer we have which we'll get into later. Um Unfortunately, we couldn't record that episode, and we'll get to more of that later. So that's why we didn't record last week. So, uh, but this week we're back to normal schedule. So, uh, but as of right now, we have one hundred and fifty-seven so far. Soon after this, will be the next episode that will be recorded. Would be one fifty-eight. All right, are there? (laughs) (laughs)
1: So the original podcast, the pre-this podcast. was mostly tech-based, if I'm correct, right?
8: Yes, it was all tech-based, but we actually went into – there's like a feature that we do called 2020 Tech Updates, and that basically revolves around the different events that coordinate the technology venture like, you know, ACB conventions, NFB conventions, WWDC, and any of those major packed events that highlight – not just the blindness technology, but mainstream technology as well from a sighted point of view and from a blindness point of view. So we cover that on the 2020 Tech Updates, and it used to be a weekly thing, but we're actually we're actually going to change it into a monthly thing. So as time allows, whenever new technology comes up, Uh, We usually have uh, Denny, who unfortunately is not here, but we do want to send an honorable mention to Denny, a.k.a. H-Streets. He is a great, great mastermind when it comes to editing our episodes, and we have him record the 2020 Tech Updates, and then once that gets recorded, he sends it over to uh, Preston, or Stacy, either both of them will play the, episode, uh, the, uh, the segment, and then once the segment gets played, then we reflect on the actual text stories. Think of it as news briefs, if
1: you will. So i want to I want to get a little bit more into the actual behind the scenes of how that all goes once we've introduced the team. Okay. But the path that we're that we're taking here is so the original the first podcast, you opened this one up. But then as the team built, it kind of opened up into other areas and other avenues of of exploration of the podcast. So do you want to talk a little bit about how it grew into being, you know, a socially fun?
8: Well, sure. Basically, there was just myself and Preston, two guys and a microphone, (laughs) and uh, we decided to kind of, you know, record, you know, and kind of build up. And as the team grew and grew and grew, We decided to continue to expand it, but then as it grew more and more in around 2022, we decided to make it more into an upbeat podcast. So this is not your average mojo podcast that you listen to on a regular basis. This is not just one of your turn on. You listen to it. You get a dose of technology and out there you go podcast type of thing. And we don't put you to sleep neither. We do not put you to sleep whatsoever, unlike other podcasts where they give you a dose of information and then you just kind of say eh, it's boring. We give you the energy over here. We don't play around when it comes to giving good crap around here. We do not play around. So when, when we say we give you good, clean energy and good fun on this podcast, we really mean it. We take it from a serious level because our podcast is more, yes, it's devoted towards the blind and sighted sides of the world but also it's geared towards everybody. Everybody is welcome. Everybody is more Uh, Respectful and treated here You know, just like you guys When you guys, you know, treat others with respect We also do the same thing We treat others uh, with respect and honesty And that's why we have a good time We, you know, whack out whether it would be jokes Or comedy or entertaining stuff And we kind of give good crap on the show And it's just good, clean crap And we do it for the fun of it And that's all there is to it So (laughs) that's a nutshell on how this goes (laughs) So
1: so right now before we introduce the team i just want to slide into the other love of your uh life which is music and just shout out um you know for months and months and months you've been giving us some amazing uh karaoke tracks every saturday and every other week on um open mic what is the what is the one song that you really want to do What is the one that like you're, you know, I got to work towards that. And I, you know, I will get it one day. What's your dream song to do?
8: Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. Well, my dream song happens to be one of my favorites. "Living La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. It used to be the song that was on repeat every single day. And I used to have it on repeat. And my mom says, don't you? Get tired of listening to that song? Like, um, yes, because <laughs> I used to be so addicted to that song. But that would be my go-to song, and it might pop up in a future karaoke. You'll never know. Spoiler alert. Well, I got to <laughs> tell you, I would love to
1: hear you do Bohemian Rhapsody. But... Oh. <laughs> yeah.
8: I, I think you, you wish, know, but I... it's too hard for me. I can't even do it for the life of me.
1: <laughs> All right, so... Tell us about your team members. Who'd you bring with you
8: today? Okay. All right. So let me uh pull up my list here because I I have the tendency to forget sometimes. And, and I, I sometimes have also have the tendency to mix up pronouns. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and that's why Stacy, our lovely producer, always gets me for this every time. But we always have fun at the end. So that is why I... Pull up the list just in case I miss anybody or the other moderators pull up the list just in case so let me so let's start with the ladies first because as you know, ladies go first, so we have the one the only Stacy, our good producer extraordinaire who is alongside me and we've been friends ever since, so Stacy, unmute your mic and introduce yourself
9: thank uh thank you thank you. Oh.
8: We heard you before. You're on, Stacy. Some, uh, sometimes this happens. Audio sometimes gets yeah, in yeah. the best of them. Let's so roll we'll, with it. let's
1: jump to the next. Yeah, one. let's we'll
8: roll with it. Okay, let's go. That's okay. We'll, we'll get back to you, Stacy. Um, next, we have. In the meantime, we have uh, Nora, who recently became a member of the team. Uh, Nora, go ahead and unmute. Well,
7: hello, my name is Nora. I'm- Phoenix, Arizona, and I became a member not too, too long ago, and it was so much fun. We not only have uh, the, the 2020 tech update, but we also have um, the uh, showcase heaven, and it is very, very nice. I always enjoy that too.
1: I enjoy the show. I enjoy all your podcasts, but I enjoy the showcase happens.
7: Oh, thank
8: you so much. <laughs> okay. Let- yes, okay. Moving all right, moving down the list here. Uh, let's see. I'm looking. We have George, who also happens to be here. No, we're not talking about George of the jungle, mind you. <laughs> we're talking about George, who happens to be here, who's. Also a part of the podcast as well George, if you're able to unmute And you don't have internet issues, you're good So go ahead and unmute
10: Hello, Hello. pleasure to meet you I'm George, um, Stacy's boyfriend And Haley's boyfriend as well um, For me, the show is about family We're like one big family We give each other, you know, hard times It's all fun and comedy And I just think of this whole, you know Podcast as one big family And that's, you know I view it, and it's awesome.
8: Nice. Yep. All right. Moving down the list, we have a familiar voice to this oh, podcast. Can you guys hear me oh, yet? Now, it, yeah. Now we can yeah, hear you. you. There you go. Uh,
9: that's weird. I don't. My microphone. I can't wait to get my new interface because my I wanted to do this from my external mic, but this is being a royal pain in my backside right at the moment. So I have to do the internal.
8: It. All right, but anyways, go ahead with your intro, and then I'll move on to Phil because I was just about to get to Phil, but we'll we'll go to you now. So go okay. ahead, Stacy.
9: All right. Well, my name is Stacy, A.K.A. Crazy Stacy Twenty um, Five, and I am one of the producers and backup editors for the show. Um, and yeah, I'm really good with audio, so I'm gonna try to fix my. My,
8: all right, you my play microphone, around. but yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, but Yoa, go, bit, ahead. We'll yeah go. ahead. Go ahead. But yep.
9: well, I've pretty much given my intro, so there's nothing much <laughs> else I need to say right
8: now. <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on here. Okay, thanks, Stacy. All right, and by the way, it's with uh, it's with a K, not with a C. So if you're kind of confused there, it's a K R A Z E Y, not C. So just I want to rectify that for you all. So, All right. We have Phil Ramirez from sunny California.
6: Yo yo, what's up everybody? This is Phil from um from Los Angeles, California. It's beautiful down here. So it's also still kinda of morning-ish. It's about eleven <laughs> about eleven AM over here.
8: All right. Yep. And he also has a lot of entertainment. Sometimes he does poems and others. And also jokes. And jokes, (laughs) too. Yeah, Um, jokes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And we have one more. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Moving down the list here. Hold on. Sometimes it kind of. Okay, here we go. So we have the one, the only Preston Gaylor. He's the one that helped me with this, so without him, I would have not done this. Go ahead, Preston, and unmute and introduce yourself.
11: Yes. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for this warm welcome. Uh, I've been on the team for at least two years, and uh, we actually started the show back in June.
8: Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, That's what I meant to say. Anyway. <laughs> yeah.
11: But yeah, I very much enjoyed. it. You know, we give everybody as far as publicizing uh, Apple account to to upload. Dive into our sort of our. Uh, I can tell you, we have uh, we have like around eight to nine
1: thousand. I was honored to be part of your one your first year anniversary. That was a lot of fun. So talk to us a little bit. How um how do you go about putting your shows together? How far in advance are you working? What do you have a, do you put together? a theme first talk to us about putting the show together itself
2: I
8: will relate to that. Um, so basically as a director, my easiest task of all is to make sure that the team is aligned with each other make sure that we're not out of sync. And what I usually do is I talk with my team and I say, Hey, uh, what podcast do you guys want to do? What is the premise? What's the subject and all that. And we just kind of go off topic Sometimes we kind of go off the grits, but we record all of our content, uh, actually there's two things we do one we record our podcast using either audio hijack because stacy yeah i have audio hijack hijack,
9: which i finally fixed my mic yay
8: (laughs) Yep, yep yep um we used to record on zoom which we still do but the only time we use zoom to record is if Uh, something goes wrong with Stacy's audio, or if Stacy is unavailable to do such things, we would use the Zoom platform. But that's only as a backup. But for the rest, most of the time when we record our episodes, we do it using uh, audio hijack, just because you know we love people hearing audio in stereo. Because as you know, Zoom only plays the content in mono, mono. which is rather boring. Because who wants to hear? audio in mono no one doesn't want to hear audio in mono i especially don't because as an audio geek myself i know that stereo is better than you know hearing it in single plain old mono so uh, we record that and then after the episode gets recorded we uh well actually the rest of the team the producer uh it's usually denny most of the time but if denny's not available for some reason like today um he's out of commission unfortunately but we do want to send him a big shout out either way and big mention to him because he's amazing without his editing skills we would have not had this podcast professionalized so we usually have him but if he's not available stacy would be the primary backup yeah
9: i do i well i have a business in audio production i actually do that for a living so um I produce the show uh alongside Denise and then I right. co edit. Yep. If needed.
8: Yep. So we have two great emergency backups in case things go awry or in yep. case nothing happens with our content. And usually it gets posted during the weekend. Uh whenever Preston receives it, it gets automatically uploaded the following weekend, uh depending on What we're doing. And uh, but like I said, last week, we didn't have an episode, but this week, we're back to normal. So you will see this week's
1: you're kind of working on a real time basis week to week with probably, you know, thoughts of what you're looking at a week or two ahead, but you're you're building the show on a on a week to week basis.
8: Exactly, yes. We're building it on a week-to-week basis. Uh, Sometimes if they are bonus episodes, that does not require the team. Uh, Like, for example, there was one episode where I recorded a demonstration of the equipment that I'm using, which is the Vocaster 1. And uh, that was at the time when I was running a beta. I might have to re-record it in the near future, another updated review.
9: because
8: of that, I'm going to be getting that. Oh, sweet. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so anyways, so yeah, so if it, if it does not involve the team members, what I usually do is I record an ed, uh and non-edited version of the bonus episode, and that episode with myself or any others will get uploaded either or, but for the main episode, like Showcase 7 and the VC Tech Lounge portions, we and the rest of the team record from a week basis, so...
1: So how do you decide what tech you wanna highlight and how often do you get to actually play with new stuff?
8: Normally that would be up to uh, the team and I, because like I said, I'm a director and I usually uh, go by you know, what articles we highlight. So if there's an article that is interesting to some users that might pique their interest, I sent the text version, or actually, I don't send it, but one of the, I'm getting stumbled. Stacy, could you help me on this? Because honestly, basically,
9: yeah, go ahead and um, sure. <laughs>
8: um,
9: basically Denny, um, Denny and, uh, somebody else who isn't here, Eddie, AKA EJ, the Phoenix, basically they, um, we have a, uh, Cody who sends different articles that might be of interest to Preston and then Preston sends them in turn to Denny and then Denny basically goes through the list of all the articles to see which ones are going to be the most um, pertinent for the tech update.
8: Yep, and those get recorded and uh, most recently um, it used to be his own voice recording it but we recently, meaning Stacy and Denny, recently discovered a amazing service called 11 labs and they have a subscription where when you subscribe you get to record your actual voice and you get to have it cloned so
9: yeah it's pretty cool yeah
8: yeah, it's pretty cool so (laughs) we start we started using it and the first time we ever used their voices I kid you not, we started laughing the moment one of the actual clone voices cussed, but we bleeped it. So <laughs> that was the first time we bleeped
9: ever... it, which I'm yeah. like, why?
8: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no,
9: I well I actually do cuss in real life. Right. So to hear me bleeped is kind of funny.
8: <laughs> yeah. If you guys have and, not checked um, it out, you should check it out. It's in the catalog if you guys want to go back and listen to the episode. It gets me yeah. every time we hear it. And we've had some fun with Eleven Labs here on Sunday Edition as well.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And the second half of that question, how often do you actually get to play with the tech you're talking about?
8: Like, uh, be more specific. Like, actually play with the news stories on as soon as we do it? Or, or... or no, the tech... No,
1: have you you know have you had the opportunity um to has anybody reached out and and said you know hey do a review of this or you know do you actually get to 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 play with some of the tech you talk about
8: um yes I I intentionally did as a matter of fact when I uh looked online for an updated audio interface and I heard about the vocaster I reached out to uh Daniel Hewley who we had on the show and he's a Great man, and he oh. is the senior audio engineer. Uh, he's the senior uh, marketing manager. Excuse me, the senior marketing manager focused Right audio engineering, and uh, he was so kind enough to send me the Vocaster One for free, and I didn't have to pay a single buck to get it.
9: Lucky duck! I have to <laughs> yeah. buy mine.
8: well you gotta pay to play as they always say so (laughs) or you could have just played with it for a week sent
1: it off and and just had like you know uh, sisterhood of the traveling vocaster
11: (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) i
9: actually do plan on getting a vocaster because my, my microphone which is a shure mv7 Uh, It has the ability to connect to an interface, and it also has the ability to do USB, but unfortunately, the port, the USB port on this thing is wonky as all heck, so that's why we had a technical glitch before, because it decided to misbehave. Um I have to hold it a certain way. So I'm looking forward to getting my vocaster because then it won't misbehave anymore.
8: (laughs) Yeah, at least because multiple microphones have a combo port where one has a USB port and the other has an XLR port, like the Audio Technica range of microphones and so on and so forth. But that's a whole other story. So (laughs) I know what the showcase
1: is. But for our listeners who I am encouraging to check out Vision Cast. Um, let's bring George in for, for let's bring George in. We have only heard a little bit from him. George, what's the showcase? Or Phil? Oh, Doodles.
6: Oh, yeah. um well if, for for Showcase Heaven, it's basically a a talent show where all of us on Vision Cast, the whole crew will usually just display one of our talents. Like Stacy could display one of her songs, Denny or EJ. Or JC, they are gifted and beautiful artists when it comes to their music.
9: Aww, absolutely!
6: Yeah,
9: it's actually the full name is now Showcase Heaven Live with Crazy Stacey Twenty Five and friends. I actually created the show. Mm-hmm. That it started off as a segment, um, and then G- George can come on. And- um, yes,
10: um. Okay, it's, a, yeah. it's just like a fun township type kind of thing where pretty much anything goes. You just you, know, you perform, sing songs online, and there's actually a very cool uh, thing we set up. It started, it started way back. It was called Behind the Mic.
9: Yeah, it was actually on the Behind the Mics. It was actually, it wasn't a show at all it at first. Like, it started off as a segment because... When we were doing the Vision cast originally, there was Behind the Mic, which was every Friday night, which basically went behind the scenes of the podcast. And I came up with the idea to do it as a segment as part of that. And then it became its own show.
10: It just got so big. It just went, you know, it became its own thing. Are you still inviting friends to come on?
9: And Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely.
1: Awesome. All right. So when do the podcast usually drop? You said the weekend. Is there a specific time or is it just when it's ready? It'll drop
8: whenever it's ready. It usually drops, usually on the weekends, as I said, Uh, usually it gets uh, even shorter because sometimes depending on the episodes, usually when we record ours, it's usually. Uh, how long would that be, Stacy? Usually, we would record an hour or an hour well, and a half. Well, the podcast
9: the podcast is two hours. Two sometimes, hours. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes we'll extend it. It depends. Yeah. Three. Um, three. Sometimes
8: it'll go to three. Yeah, sometimes
9: for for the VC Tech Lounge, which we're I think now we're changing the name to VC Lounge.
8: Spoiler um, alert: teaser for those that are subscribers. Yeah.
9: <laughs> um, but basically, for that one, it's just a two-hour show. Um, I produced that one and then my co producer Denise usually uh produces Showcase Heaven Live. Um neither one of us could produce last week as last I actually just moved to Cincinnati, Ohio, the Cincinnati area. Congrats. And Wednesday Oh thank you, sweetness. And Wednesday, which we do the podcast we record every Wednesday, that was the day I was actually flying. So I couldn't yeah. produce and Denise couldn't produce either. So both producers down. Uh yeah. <laughs>
8: So It was it was a total hiatus, but we deserve a break after recording a long length of episodes every week. But we're back to normal as I said. Go ahead Preston.
11: I was going to say the only time the show well got delayed in publishing uh last year I actually I we actually interviewed Dan Clark from uh, his D Yeah. D surf. So yep. uh I actually uh I believe we actually uploaded the that in early So let's get to know
1: some you guys individually. Um and we'll go backwards since Preston is speaking. Preston, tell us a little bit about where you're from, um, some of your hobbies. If you feel comfortable telling us your pronouns and your age, that would be great.
11: Yeah, sure i am uh, from p a uh south some more stuff in-
1: very nice and and uh what about those maryland crab shacks are you uh are you a fan of dumping you know the bucket of crab on the table and grabbing a mallet
11: i mean I've tried that, but i'm much more of a crab cake type type of guy
1: <laughs> it's a lot less messy that's for sure yeah, <laughs> as as i um i have family in Virginia and maryland so whenever I get there it's all about the picnic table the um <laughs> Plastic uh, mat thing and and the hammer, man. I want as much crap as I can get. All right, George, you're up. Tell <laughs> us about yourself.
10: All right. Well, I'm from Pennsylvania as well. Um, I'm in the suburbs. And I actually got involved with the podcast through safety. I'm heroin, a on slave for the blind. We are talking. And about a month or so after that, became boyfriend-girlfriend. And we actually met two. in. Two. We met in December two, yeah, and started dating
9: in February.
10: Yeah. Then we so we got we started dating and then we actually met in person, uh, multiple times. And I'm mm-hmm. going to go back to, Cincinnati in October, but then she introduced me to the podcast. Um, when we, when it was actually KG, it was it KG right?
11: Uh, KJSC or, Radio. Yeah.
10: And I got reinvolved in it when um I was in here for a little while and just kept going.
11: Yeah, and at the time of KGSC, we actually ran uh we actually a little bit great. Oh hey, yeah,
10: it was great, awesome, was a lot of fun.
1: Awesome. So you're loving and working together. Does that cause an interesting dynamic on the podcast?
10: Oh of course, because I'll he's, he's heard knowing hearing already. <laughs> Well, we, we tease one another. So it's like we just kind of have banter back and forth. Like, you're right, I'm wrong. Ha ha ha. Like, we just tease back and forth. But it's all fun.
1: How about you, Phil? Tell us about yourself.
6: Well, for me, I live over here in uh, Los Angeles, California, over on the West Coast. Um, I am 33 years old. I'm actually sighted. Um, I'm actually one of probably a few. Um, I'm actually sided, full-sided. Um, I'm also a test center administrator proctor for my job that I work with for over now going to be 10 years in this June. At a college? Geez. No, um, company. At okay. a, a testing company. Gotcha. We administered the state exams for licensing and certification processes for the state of California, as well as other states
1: in the United States. And besides the podcast and the beautiful, Southern California sun, what are some of the outside things you like to do?
6: Oh, outside things. Okay. For me, it's usually walk around the park in my, in my neighborhood, um, going bowling with my friends, playing magic, the gathering card game, and uh, just enjoying the beautiful weather all right crazy stacy
1: your turn
9: thanks anthony yeah so my full name is actually technically speaking angela stacy but i prefer to go by stacy i like that name a lot better uh she her 35 um years old uh, was born in Minnesota but I grew up in Phoenix and I just left Phoenix on Wednesday just moved to Cincinnati to live uh move in with well this is kind of an interesting story we're a little bit non-conventional as I mentioned as George mentioned I am his girlfriend but we are also we're in an open relationship of sorts I have a girlfriend as well um we actually both are dating her, and yep. I moved to Cincinnati to be closer to George and live with her and her name's haley um and she's awesome and she's yeah she's great um although she's she's uh transitioning from male to female, so everybody mistakes her and says "Sir" or him" or other stuff like that and it gets annoying.
1: Well, sidebar note, um, BPI is holding a great conversation around how we'd like to be identified, et cetera, for the virtual portion of convention. So please come and be a part of that. Um, that, I I, I have to ask, (laughs) how, hmm, let me, all right, let me freeze it this way. How do you keep the personal from spilling into the business part of it
9: like i mean how do i keep
1: like how do you keep yourself in the you know in the producer hat when two of the team members are your when i'm dating horse? two of them
5: yeah
9: well see here's the thing with the podcast it's not really business to be honest it's more like for fun um so we kind of i kind of get to be myself i mean i'm very open about the fact that I'm dating two of the members of the team um it, it it's uh you know we we don't I mean it's just a lot of fun and we just tease each other and everything so it's really not it the only time I need to keep the personal part out is in my audio production business I do audio editing and voiceover work and things like that so obviously you know that's really when I need to kind of keep that part of me under control. But on the podcast, I really don't feel like we have to keep that under control because it's a family here, and we yes, just have fun we and enjoy.
10: Yeah, exactly. What you see is good. what you
9: get. So, like, they know that George and Haley and I are a throuple, as I like to call it, yes. which is like, it's a couple, but it's three people instead of two. But yeah, we're pretty open about it. So that's yeah. awesome.
1: So let's let's, you know, you guys tease and have a lot of fun on the podcast. So let's give them a little bit of a sample of of what a podcast sounds like, Sunday edition style. JC, you've been quiet for way longer than I expected you to be. So
8: <laughs> I was just waiting for you guys to stop talking because I didn't want to blabber on and interrupt. I'm gonna I'm gonna yes, throw the yes. first
1: the first fun question at you. What is the most exciting thing about doing the podcast? And what is the thing that drives you the most crazy?
8: It's the talent. Every time we do showcase having live with Crazy Stacy 25 and Friends, that's the new name now. So you'll get used to it, people. (laughs) So it's just the amount of talent that we have. Recorded and have sent because every single covers that we record, whether it would be my karaoke or Stacy's originals or instrumentations or what have you or Denise's instrumentations or what have you. It's just a fun out of every single talent. And uh, when we have people submit and uh, Stacy forgot to mention this, when we submit, when uh, people submit, it has to be. Uh, pre recorded, it cannot be with well, the original,
9: uh, yeah, with the original artist, yeah, with the no. original
8: artist. No, it cannot be with the original artist. You could sing artists. live
9: as well, like, you could do it yeah. live on the show,
8: but yeah. oh, yeah, and
9: you have to keep it clean.
8: Yeah, yeah, clean. No inappropriate content. Safe, respectful, welcoming is our motto here as well. And we also have, in addition to that, we also uh, do shout-outs. Sometimes we do what they call singable shout-outs, and that was Denise's idea. But other times, if she's not able to do it for some reason, we do speakable shout-outs where we mention everybody and we give a big shout-out. And uh, we just kind of do... It as a closing remark before we close that the show. The most crazy, giving good crap. Well, <laughs> oh, the
11: fact
9: that I give him crap all the time because he keeps yeah. getting his pronouns mixed uh, up.
8: Yeah,
11: I'm yeah. I'm not.
9: Yeah, he's I mean, he's called me a him multiple I mean, times yeah. in the podcast. And there's um, this
1: one you, episode. Sending you a direct link to. Uh, I'm just going to call it the pronoun conversation for now you a direct link because you need bpi's help
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. no right, i Phil. don't
9: yes he does yes, yes he, he does. does
1: he does okay okay anyway yes, he does all right bill you're up and, and and i'm guessing um by your personality that this is going to be a good question for you what so go team member by team member of who's here what is the thing that you've learned from that team member and what is a thing about that team member that drives you crazy Well, let's see. For each team member that
6: is here, let's go with. I would say first one's gonna be George because go by alphabetical. Uh, George is a good friend. It's one thing I like about him. Um, It's a good ally to have, especially going from the East Coast to West Coast. Um, things that drives me crazy about him would probably would be the antics that we get during our uh, podcast show, during the show sometimes. Because sometimes me and him will go, start going at it, going back and forth. Um, State with uh, JC, who is our main director and producer, which our main director.
1: And she's um, not
6: just me, I'm
9: the producer. Get it right,
6: doodles. Right, Stacey? You got it. <laughs> With JC, he's a good, really great guy. This show has been phenomenal since I joined back in 2022 during the, I would say just before the first anniversary episode. Yeah, um, it
9: was the beginning of June yep. that I invited you on.
6: Mm-hmm. It was indeed, and Stacy was the one who invited me in, which I have been very grateful for. And one thing I like about JC is sometimes the songs that he does. Um, I know me and him did a... <laughs> yeah.
8: Yep. The. Yeah. Uh...
9: <laughs> Dead or Alive. We backed alive. him yep. on Dead or Alive.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though it was kind of laggy at first, <laughs> it still sounded even good though either way. you were way
9: off key... Uh, <laughs> oh,
8: uh, of course,
6: of course, I'm way off I don't have a great singing voice like you that, have, Stacy. That
1: was that was a lot of fun, though. You
6: guys, <laughs> yep, you
8: it was. Tell
1: how much um fun you were having, how much energy you were putting into it. All right, oh, yeah. to Stacy. Uh,
6: Stacy, she's a great friend. I've been knowing her since June of early this year. No, 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 April, April, this year. I've been April
9: knowing year. this year.
6: April of last year, year, April last year. Um, and through Facebook, she's a great friend. And a really awesome really awesome person I have. Um, she's really great. One and thing I can get on my mind what writes me crazy about her is that she also gets antics on me. She just going after me when I start great, start messing up. Well, she's the producer, that's her job. <laughs> yep. All right.
2: Exactly.
6: Preston. Yep. And Preston? Preston, great guy. Awesome friend. Pretty much, that's what I like about this show. All of us are good friends with each other. You you can't go wrong with this show. I mean, everything I love is just the com- the camarada camaraderie, right, yeah. the bonding that we have. It's a really great show to listen to. So everyone who else is listening to JC and friends, you are really expecting a great episode. Anything drive you nuts about him? Uh, with Preston. No, just every time he starts messing up.
1: <laughs> All right, George, I'm I'm gonna do some uh, a rapid five question with you. Okay. So, who is the first one to panic when something is going wrong?
10: Um, and you
1: can use team members that aren't here if you want to.
10: I'd say maybe J.C. possibly. <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh no! Okay, well, because you're <laughs> drinking, so it's time on you to get <laughs> things going on a bit.
8: Oh, oh, right. Yes, I'm the director, of course.
10: <laughs>
1: who stays Who stays calm no matter what?
10: I think um, both myself and Stacy do. I mean, she'll pack a little bit also. So I'm like, like you know, more I do not. Long. You pack all the time.
9: I do not. That is BS. <laughs> that is a say, lie. Say,
10: that
6: is it. a
3: <laughs>
9: lie.
6: I think you got that question wrong. I think that would have been me.
10: <laughs> no, you're packing. Pack is not always because we kinda of, we kinda of all kind of just kind of gel. It's kind of all right. Question three. If you
1: were stuck at three o'clock in the morning in the middle of nowhere,
10: which team member would you reach out to first? Stacey. And why? Because she's always around there at night and she's she is not kind on down here, but she's the most little person I ever met in my life. As far as we like, go way way back. I can talk to her at four in the morning, she does not care.
1: Question four. <laughs> this is this is gonna be fun. All right. Question four. If you were not in the throuple, how what would be your opening line to try to woo Stacy?
10: Okay. Um No, I can't no, we fell. So no, um just hey gorgeous, you you're awesome. Well, I have, go out and have a nice time.
0: Wrong. <laughs> well, okay, the what? <laughs>
11: right, like, yeah. hey,
1: Last question: If you could be dropped in the middle of any book, movie, or television series, what would it be, and who would you want to be in it?
10: Um, uh, myself, and it would be called The Thruple with Stacy and Haley. All right, <laughs> Stacy. For you, I'm going to do a whole team member
1: thing again as well. What I okay. want you to do is tell us two truths and a lie about each team member. And let's see if we can guess what the lie, if I can guess what the lie is. Okay. Actually, I'm going to call in my backup team too. Sheila Brin, if you're listening and want to play, you can help me out. All right, go ahead, Stacey. Okay,
9: two truths and a lie. Let's do JC
8: Oh boy! Uh-oh. Oh this boy! Oh no! Oh, I've known him longer fun. than
9: George. Oh, See, I've no. known George eight years. <laughs> I've known JC for almost eleven. So <laughs> okay. we met okay, on an app called Clango.
8: If y'all don't know, we met on an app called Clango. Clango, so... that was
9: an old app. It was an old right, app. Anyway,
8: anyway, go ahead. A lie. Oh, this oh, is definitely
6: JC. fun. Hey, hey, uh, Preston. I mean, uh, hey, George. We think we need some popcorn in this one. <laughs> yeah.
9: Okay. This is
1: definitely gonna be fine
9: here we go all two right, truths and a lie
1: for a moment because i just did a time check sheila do we have any hands no sir all right go ahead stacy
8: okay go okay
9: ahead. all right two truths and a lie about jc jc and i have done a couple of duets together in the yep, past we
8: did yep we no, did
9: jc you're not supposed to give that away
8: oh my you're bad. supposed to be
9: quiet they're supposed to guess. All right, okay. JC ruined it. Next, go to Phil. <laughs> no, no. no you all, all, okay. So, quiet. Don't say anything until he guesses the lie. Now I got to think of another truth, because we People, know that's true.
1: That's why the podcast is so much fun. You <laughs> you're learning and getting information, you get all this kind of banter. Go ahead, yep. Steve.
9: Okay, um, let's see. JC lived in Florida when I met him. Okay, Uh, now JC currently lives in New York. So yeah, that's the first thing. He lived in Florida when I met him. Now he currently lives in New York. Okay, thing number two. JC curses like a sailor all the time. Thanks to me, because I coached him and taught him how. And number three. Um, Let's see. Uh, JC... Used to play in band in high school, and he introduced me to Spreaker where I got to listen to his band rehearsal.
1: I'm gonna go with the curses like a sailor. Yep, yeah,
9: <laughs> I've tried, I've tried. I, I bet Never. You have.
1: I'm she gonna did. put you on pause while you think of, of three, four, Preston and Phil and jump to Preston. So, because we're coming up on the top of the hour, Preston for you. My fun question is. If you ended up, you know, that old, um, you know, night in jail, which of the team members would you want to spend a night in jail with? And which would you call for the bail money?
11: Oh, boy. Well, as far as spending the night in jail, uh, definitely uh, George, because him and I kind of live semi-close to each other. I mean, we're like two hours away. So, yeah, uh, definitely him and I will have a hood in the cell. And as far as bell money, definitely Stacey, because she would have it. <laughs> ha! Yeah, I have
10: no I have so you to
11: think. <laughs> I and I'm not bailing life.
9: you out anytime. Go find somebody else.
1: <laughs> All right, one more for you, Preston. What was the biggest blooper and how did you handle it?
11: Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> podcast wise.
11: Oh, oh I
9: know. one oh, comes to mind about bleepers, you and I. Remember that one in December yep. of last of twenty
11: twenty one. I think <laughs> oh, so. <laughs>
9: yes. Remember, Preston?
11: <laughs> yes, I I did. Um. So basically, um, during one of our uh, tapings, uh, and and she and we were kind of uh talking. I was talking to Stacy, and I said oh oh, that
9: was on a different show that wasn't oh. on vision cast that was on uh the bleep show it's an adult right, show that yeah. we do right.
1: um yeah well the- i will tell a fun story in the very early days of pride connection we had a, a state congressperson <laughs> that we were interviewing and 48 minutes into the conversation i realized i hadn't hit record <laughs> oh, Phil! Did I do you? I forgot now.
9: No, no, you
1: you, you got me. Did, with you, the... did,
9: you did him. I just have uh, the yeah. did two so then we're more back. members to do. We're Truth back and to Stacy
1: with the two truths and a lie.
9: Okay, and the one blooper that I was mentioning that was not in this show. It was not in the, this one. Was in the show when I accidentally said to uh, I meant to say Preston, we love you, but I said I love you. That was the yeah, blooper. Right.
6: I that was That's the blooper. Nice. Yep.
9: Um from okay. to quadruple. All <laughs> <laughs> with one blooper. Okay. All right. Preston, two truths and a lie. Preston and I briefly dated. Let's see. Uh Girl, you had three minutes to think. Are you kidding me?
3: Preston <laughs>
9: Preston and I met in person. And Preston is a good singer. He does karaoke on the
8: on Oh,
1: um... you no. Know, listening to the podcast, I know you guys. Preston is a good singer. <laughs>
11: yeah, definitely. <laughs> All but right. As far as meeting in person, well, you know, we will we will work on that because I know our kind of goal is to, you know,
9: yeah, we're not yeah,
11: we that's the lie. We haven't met in person yet. But we yeah, did briefly
9: yet. date. We're just better off as friends. And nothing yeah. against anybody, it's just
1: yeah. And last but not least.
9: And Phil. Phil is bisexual. Um, like me. Uh that's number one. Uh Phil sounds most of the time he has a cold, so it's a little bit different. Phil has a more feminine voice than usual. And let's see. Philip is a baker extraordinaire. It's
1: hard. i right, I'm gonna go with the voice as the lie.
9: Actually, actually
6: no. no. It's actually the last one.
9: Okay. The, 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 he's a baker. The baker part <laughs> is a lie. No. <laughs> the All first right. two are true.
1: The first two are true. This is awesome. So in 30 seconds or less, I want to give each of you the opportunity. Why should they check out the podcast family? Because at this point, you can't even call it one podcast anymore. Why should they check out the podcast family? Let's start with George.
10: It's full of love and it's entertaining as all can be.
1: Stacy. Stacy.
9: You should check out our podcast and the podcast family because we love to laugh, we love to joke, and we give each other good crap and have lots of fun. Preston.
11: I would say you should check us out because, you know, it's it's a good highlight throughout your week to look forward to because I know all of us on the team look forward to tape each week, and it's pretty much good ear candy. So no matter if you plop it in on a Bluetooth speaker or headphones. Bill.
6: I would say the best part of the show for all of you guys to listen to it is listen for the f- banter. Listen for all the fun moments that we have together. And also for the s- couple of the good tech updates that you probably want to know in the future. Know what's coming up? What's coming ahead? And mm-hmm.
1: never know what's coming out.
3: And, and don't, we- don't worry. To be honest-
1: beyond telling us why they should listen, also tell us how we can listen, mailing lists, et cetera. Give us all the information we need.
6: Well, for the mailing list, it's at... Um, JC, I think you have that one. I got it. Uh, I Stacey, got it. Uh, yeah, got I it.
11: got it too. So.
9: If you want to subscribe to the mailing list and be kept up to date, you can subscribe to vision-cast plus subscribe at groups.io. And you can send messages um, to vision, once you're subscribed, that is, to vision Cast. At groups.io, there is a hyphen between vision and cast. That's very important.
8: All right. As far as listening, as far as listening goes. Uh, you can go to your favorite podcasting platform And search for Vision Cast with JC and Friends And it's not A&D again It's with the and symbol attached And once you listen, you won't be disappointed It's not like Living Blindfully or Main Menu No, no, we're not like the other podcasts out there We're one big family We have a lot of fun And if you have any talent uh, We would love to hear some new talent we invite everybody to send in their recordings if they want to, if they so choose. And uh, yep. it's a I lot of should fun. I give the
9: email for that too because yeah. the email for the mailing list versus emails for sending recordings because uh, I don't think the group lets you do attachments, unfortunately, on groups.io. So if you would like to send a recording, I'll just give you my personal email. It's Stacy, that's spelled S-T-A. C-E-Y, at, You know what, and we'll, it's,
1: put, we'll put what? it in the show notes. We don't do emails on the air. So I'll put it in the show notes and make sure that they have the link to-, to Oh, contact. you don't? Okay. Uh, it's, it's an ACP rule, sorry about that. All right, JC, you have got the final thought.
11: Oh, and uh, I almost forgot, Anthony, if I can come in real quick. Sure. As far as also staying connected, you can also look for us on uh, Facebook by searching out vision cast with jc 300 probably all
1: right jc 30 seconds final thought
8: If you guys have not checked it out like I said please do so check out the podcast and give us feedback because the more feedback that you give for us the more content that you'll be able to be looking forward to and I cannot wait because this week is going to be a celebration I'm not going to give you the details as of yet you'll just have to come in and listen either live on Zoom or pre-recorded later and I look forward to having uh, either all or some of you from Sunday edition on this uh, podcast and I'm looking forward to conversing with you guys so thank you so much as always and looking forward to having you guys on the podcast on our end
1: yep thank you thank you all right and thank you to tristan and richard richard from imagination storybooks please go to amazon if there is a child in your life or if you still every once in a while feel the child inside of you, please go to Amazon and check out one of the books, um, especially The Winnie the Pooh, it's a beautifully done book and that will help raise awareness. I will be back next Sunday with that fabulous panel discussion on inclusion and how we, do we, are we inclusive in to our allies and our sighted partners? and supporters. This has been Sunday Edition. Have a great week everyone. Thank you Brian and Sheila as always.
3: You're welcome. Have a great week everybody.
7: Thank you.
3: Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: You've been listening to Sunday Edition on ACB Media stream one that's american council of Divine media or wherever you listen to your podcasts episodes drop every week at 1 p.m on sundays and you can email us at sunday edition ac all one word sunday edition with the letters ac at gmail.com let's brunch again
3: together next sunday